Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, guys. Hi, hi. Oh, you go. You started. No, you. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome, welcome back, back to, to Violating Community Guidelines with your hosts, Brittany and Sarah. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about what? Catfishing. Mm-hmm. For have you, all of you out there that have ever been lied to online. Or for all of you who are lying to someone online. If you're doing that, good job. <laughs> it's my crowd. <laughs> yes. All of Sarah's fans, yes. you're doing a great job. <laughs> All their profile pictures don't belong to them. It's just your, <laughs> yes. you or their profile picture. Oh, that That's be- actually happened to you. Um, hasn't it? No, no, no. I do have a friend who, like, their followers changed their profile picture to, like, her picture. And so she had, like, millions of followers with their her picture as their profile image. That's funny. It was crazy. Is it Chunky's dead? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep, but I've never that. had that happen to me. I've had people who, like, make accounts where they're, like, obsessed with me. And they <sighs> put... Uh, fan accounts are different than, like, impersonating you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> You ever had, like, a fan account that was absolutely out of their gourd? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you can't be mad because I just love you so much. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I, one of my fan accounts actually really worried me. Um, and really? people would reach out to me and be like, hey, your fan account seems to really be going off the rails. And I'm like, I <laughs> hey, mean, on brand. We're, we're on parallel journeys, <laughs> you know. But no, um, but there's one recently where they just like they take all my nice pictures. Like usually if there's like uh, they take my photo, it's like a really unflattering picture of like something I did. Uh-huh. Like I'll see like a bunch of people who follow you where they have like a still of like your face where yeah. it looks Usually distorted and yeah yeah just my face by the way yeah, Not yeah. Distorted. <laughs> just <laughs> so it's kind of rude okay yes yeah. so, so we're going to talk about catfishing and what it is and how it started i feel like it's been around forever but we know of the show like catfishing like the actual catfish show which came out in 2010 i believe was it that recent i feel uh, like it was yeah it says um it yeah, originated it okay so let's just talk about catfishing it's a slang term for all of you who live under a rock welcome yeah uh, it's used to describe someone who assumes false accounts on social networking sites such as facebook or twitter or instagram venmo uh for the <laughs> sake of developing online relationships with strangers or pretending to be in a relationship now the concept in general is kind of romantic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until it's scary. I guess, I mean, it's like having a pen pal, except you lie about everything about yourself. <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> Actually, like, back in the day, if I had a like, pen pal, I would just make so much shit up. Exactly. You know, I'd sound yeah, like... We're going to meet him. 
Yeah, so I kind of understand like why these people, if you assume that you're never going to meet them, why not? A whole new world opens up. Yeah, the it possibilities does. are endless. Mm-hmm. So the term catfish originated from the 2010 documentary film on the, of the same name. It was directed by Ariel Shulman and Hen- Henry Joost. Joost? Catfish follows the story of Shulman's brother, Yaniv Nev Shulman, as he develops an online relationship with Megan Pierce, a girl he meets through her younger sister, Abby. As the documentary, documentary progresses, it is revealed that Megan Pierce is a fake identity based on a woman in rehab and assumed by... By Megan's mother, Angela. That is crazy. That is that your mother would make a catfish with your photos. That's like, um, what's the other one? Munchausen's by proxy. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like catfish by proxy. Well, no, it's the same sentiment of like you need attention. Yeah, and so you get it through someone else. Yes. Like, oh, my kid is sick. Yeah, if it, tell me how sorry you are for my kid. It's mm-hmm. like that is giving a little bit of this, where it's like. You make something up so you can feel wanted because no one wants you. Yeah. It's like living through your kid in like the most literal way. Yeah. Usually it's just made like, up kid. Yeah. Like you just put your kid in acting and then they, you know, work 80 hours a week you, for some yeah. weird reason. You go on toddlers and tiaras. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's just like dating, um, which is really creepy. If my mom did that to me, that'd be, it, would, it wouldn't be the weirdest thing she's ever done. Yeah. But it'd yeah. be pretty We've weird. seen worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Judy. Okay, um, so the documentary was partially met by skepticism regarding the authenticity of the film, believing that the circumstances are too well put together to have taken place in real life. However, no one involved in the production has confirmed the notion. One thing about life, let me tell you, always weirder than fantasy. It really is. Yep. Like, when I used to post, like, vines about, like, waitressing stories, people are like, there's no way that happened. But if you were go out in the real world... People are stupid. And strange. Yeah. Someone, Very weird. Like, one of my vines was, like, someone came into the restaurant and was, like, what is in a vodka cranberry? And I said, Jaeger and milk, <laughs> thinking that they were joking, because it's vodka cranberry. And so a lot of the comments were, like, there's no way that people are that stupid. Mm. But they are. If you've never worked a retail job or a food industry job, I instantly, like, I think that you are less than. Yeah. You have to be in. Oh, the lights. The lights. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be in the trenches yeah. to understand what it's like. Like, you see the absolute worst of humanity mm-hmm. in a Starbucks drive through What's the stupidest thing you've ever heard, like, working at, like, Baskin or, like, where'd you work? I worked at Baskin Robbins, mm-hmm. um, and I was a hostess at a restaurant and um, worked at the bank. And I also worked at Claire's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I worked at Claire's during Christmas break. Yeah. So, like, the lights are, like... I know they're so bright now. I feel like I'm in a different place. Um, I worked at Claire's during a, the Christmas break, and I had moms come in trying to return, like, JoJo Siwa hair extensions that were $2.75. Yeah. Like, this was... Uh, you have got to take this back. Like I'm like, ma'am, I just have never understood returning something that's that cheap. Yeah. Like, you really need that $3 back, girl? It's- Your little kid isn't going to play with it? That, and then at Baskin Robbins, I, wor- I worked... Someone came in and was like... I'll have the usual. Yeah. And I said, ma'am, this is my third day. I don't <laughs> the know usual. the usual. You like <laughs> scoop like chocolate and then slide it across the bar. The usual. You got it, boss. It reminds me of like SpongeBob with like his milkshake. 
He's just like milkshake drunk at like the table. At the Goofy Goober. Yeah. Oh my God, I never thought about that. They're <laughs> drunk off of dairy. Yes. Off all the pus and dairy. <laughs> Dude, oh my gosh. I would love to like start saying that to like places I've never been. I'll take the usual. It's like. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean to me? <laughs> but yeah, people really are that stupid. Yeah. Walked into Baskin Robbins said, I'll have my usual. And I said, ma'am, this is my third day working here. I'm also 16. <laughs> yes. What the fuck is your usual? <laughs> And she said, well, find someone in the back that knows it. And I'm like, just tell me what it is, just ma'am. I can your, make it. You're using like way too many words. Yeah. Just tell me it's like Rocky Road. <laughs> it's literally a scoop of vanilla yes. ice cream. What the fuck is your usual? And I ended up, it was like a caramel milkshake. Mm-hmm. It was just like vanilla uh, ice cream with a caramel drizzle. Yeah. She sat there and berated me. I was 16, 17 years old. Cried yeah. in the back. Cried in the freezer. <laughs> let myself in the freezer, freezing, <laughs> sobbing. My tears are frozen. Just um, hand in the ice cream buckets, like eating. <laughs> It's your oh, third I day. To, I used to steal from Baskin Robbins. Yeah. In in like, like the money or the ice cream? No, the ice cream. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worse. Yes. I robbed the freezer. Yeah, that was um what was the question? What's the um, people don't Okay, so people in this episode or like this documentary thought it wasn't real because like it's Oh yeah. Yeah. It was just like too perfect. Yeah. We also had some um well, we've talked about this before of I've I've had some like homeless people come in and piss in the bathroom and then leave. Yeah. And then I had to clean it. Like just piss on the wall. Yes. It's like you get the bowls right there. Uh, one time in college, I was buying Dunkin' and this guy didn't like his bagel, so I guess he came through the line again and he just threw it against the window. <laughs> and he just drove like slowly like around the Dunkin' and just like stuck to the window. And I was like, just... <laughs> okay like just, just throw, throw it away. away like do it or throw it, out. Eat it i know there's like trash cans literally at the end of the drive th- like the yeah what are you doing it, and it does a slow little <laughs> yes. slide down because of the cream cheese just ruin that person's day yes. so let's talk about the catfish effect um so the title of the documentary was inspired by a trade practice among norwegian fishermen who added a single catfish into the tank of sardines or cod in order to keep their stock physically active and fresh while in transportation the lore is also told in the film by vince who compares angela to the role of catfish and keeps others active in life furthermore i don't understand that science are they feeding off of the catfish i think the the catfish just like chases the sardines and caught around so it keeps them like active and healthy oh yeah okay so they're not like eating it i don't think so okay did you ever have like a goldfish where they ate their kids no Uh, all my goldfish would eat their kids goldfish (laughs) die in like 48 hours too right (laughs) hey but they remember like an elephant (laughs) (laughs) they never forget Wait, no, you were talking about earlier, like, hamsters. Like hamst- Oh, my God. I found myself on that fucking side of TikTok where people just, like, brutally murdered their hamsters as kids. It's crazy. Like, that's, like, the one, like, pet that it's kind of okay to kill. Like, well, not- they just die so easily. I know. Like, they'll bite you and someone will throw it. <laughs> or, like, the hamster will fall out of the cage and it's just dead. Yeah. You look at it too long. I watched... <laughs> <laughs> it gets, it gets nervous. It's like, okay, I guess I'll... No, but Hamilton's oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Um Yeah, I was watching this one where um, she introduced another hamster into the cage, and yeah. it was a lot smaller. Ate it. No, yeah. Ate it and died. We'll eat. <laughs> She's so full from eating your friend. <laughs> Ate yes. No, but yeah, hamsters eat their babies. Damn. I know. It's so weird. What Nature's a- beautiful. I know. The circle of life. <laughs> the circle of life is in my hamster cage is so beautiful. The circle of hamster. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to have a hamster as a kid. I don't know why. I probably would have killed it. Yeah. That's probably why. Yeah, retrospectively. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, wait, so furthermore, a method known as the catfish effect has been applied in human resources to motivate a team by optimizing the distribution of competition among colleagues. Didn't comprehend a word that you just said? I was thinking the catfish effect would like motivate people in different organizations because like your boss like dresses up as a pretty woman and yeah. like flirts with you over Slack. Yeah. And then you find out later it's your boss. Oh, uh again. All right. So the spread of catfishing on July 22nd, 2010, catfish, as it's used in this context, was first added to Urban Dictionary, defined as someone who pretends to be someone they're not using Facebook or other social media to create false identities, particularly to pursue deceptive online romances. I think that there's a rush in that. Yeah. I think it's for, I mean, yeah, because it's like, I'm, it's easier to share and connect with people online. When you're lying. Yeah, or like, it, you know, over the internet. Like, I can go on TikTok Live and, like, describe the color of my hole. Yeah. You know, but if you were to come up to me or anyone in this building were to be like, so, uh, what's the color of your asshole? I'd be like, that's really weird, man. I would like to say that she's lying and I do know the color of her hole. So that's not a fair statement. Okay, yeah. It's the Pantone color of the year. Hole. <laughs> Um, no, so, but yeah. scented Yankee candle. <laughs> yes, but when you think about, like, like sharing and being open, it's so much easier yeah. to do it online. Yeah. So I can imagine with romance, that's why this happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's also um, that fantasy of, of not being yourself. Yeah. You can be whoever you want to be. And you could be, like, prettier. Yeah. Or it's, more handsome. It's a, a phenomenon that we actually explore a lot on this podcast, escapism. This yeah. is another form of escapism, I would argue. Mm-hmm. The or, only thing that really sucks, I mean, that sucks with this one, is that you're probably, like, swindling another person. I feel like that's a different... Ew, just hear my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a different type of, like, sugar daddy and sugar baby mm-hmm. catfishing. Yeah. Um. I did that in high school one time. You did? Yeah, I went on one of those sugar daddy websites and I like used some random Tumblr girls pictures and uh-huh. he was like, "How do I know that you're da da da? Hold up three fingers in a picture." And I was like, "This is immediately too much effort." And I just like deleted my account. <laughs> no, she just added three like fingers onto that girl's hand. It's my meaty hand. Clearly <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> a different like skin tone. <laughs> yeah. How much money did you get? Zero. Oh. Because we didn't even get past that stage. He's smart. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so the usage of the term likely faded away after a few months, but grew in popularity slightly two years later with the premiere of MTV series based on the premise of the film in November of 2012. Um, in January of 2013, the slang term was a notable resurgence in popularity due to the highly publicized scandal surrounding Notre Dame football player Manti Teo and his catfish girlfriend. Hmm. I think he just got catfished by a girl. Famously, it sounds like. Mm-hmm, and he was a famous guy. Embarrassing. So let's talk about some notable examples. Brittany, take it away. So one of the fo- uh, most famous is um, Lene Kekwa. In January 2013, the sling term saw a notable resurgence. Oh. Mm-hmm. He just copied and pasted that part. And he did. Stanley. So then it all began in October. Good work. Okay, so this is that story. Yeah. Um, it all began in October 2012 when Teo appeared in a YouTube video to speak about the recent losses of his grandmother and his girlfriend, Lene Kekwa both of whom had passed away from illnesses only six hours apart on September 21st. Then, months later, on January 16th, 2013, Timothy Burke and Jack Dickey of Deadspin published an investigative report surrounding Kekwa's identity after discovering there was no official record of her existence. They also found that the photographs used to identify Kekwa in the media belonged to a 22-year-old Californian woman who did not know Teo. That's, like, almost like true crime scary i know and why do you think that she decided to die six hours after his grandmother you know what i don't want to let my mind explore that 
that his grandmother was catfishing him and they were dating. Oh, Oh wait, you oh no, I wasn't suggesting that they that's were That's where my brain went. Oh. That's no, I I meant like did she like did he go online and tell her that like his grandmother passed and she, said, she I'm was guy like too. you know speaking of which, terminally ill. Yeah. You know, and then she 6 hours later I don't know. That I, just feels like not a coincidence. Yeah, I wonder like how she passed, like how like was she hit by a car? Like, did she make a fake friend post on her wall, like, hey, sorry that you died? Yeah, she got logged out of her account. Yeah, like, how did he immediately know that she died? That's a good question, because, like, who would have, if she didn't exist, who would have reported to him that she had passed? I imagine she created a burner to be, like, R.I.P. But the thing is, is only if one person is posting R.I.P. on your wall, like, that's suspicious, too. Yeah. Like, usually, when a friend passes, this is sad. Like, on Facebook, it's like, you know, a lot of people are tagging. A bunch of people, yeah, even if you didn't know them. Could you imagine if you died and only one person was, like, R.I.P.? Oh, that'd be embarrassing. And then the next year, there's a happy birthday post. Yeah. Haven't seen you in forever. Let's hang out. <laughs> Miss you, girl. Yes. <laughs> hey, girly, are you looking to work on your own? <laughs> 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 to make your own schedule? Yes. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. That is so crazy. What's kind of like about like catfishing today, I feel like is harder because you can like reverse image search. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you could probably do it back then, but not as easily. But yeah, I mean, if someone is like catfishing me, I probably or I feel like they're a catfish. I would just look up their picture beforehand. My mom got catfished on yeah. an online dating. I think it was on Christian Mingle, uh-huh. to be honest. And it was this guy who claimed that he was a millionaire the from selling coming. from what the second coming of Christ. Yes, <laughs> yes. he claimed that he was a prophet. And yeah. Yeah. Um, he that would be so crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm dating the second coming. <laughs> yes, um, it was this guy who claimed that he like sold fruit. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was like I don't know. It, he was like had the monopoly on like international fruit sales or something like that, like imports and exports of some fruit. And on his profile, he had a cuz you know how men on dating profiles will put like a picture of their motorcycle yeah. or of their car. Like they're trying to prove their worth and their material objects yeah. cuz they're usually ugly or, you know, have a terrible personality. <laughs> yes. He put a picture of his house. Oh. <laughs> because it was like this big mansion log cabin and um he was like, you know, I live here. You can come visit me, whatever. I'm a millionaire. And my mom was like, reverse image search the, yeah. the picture. He Googled it. Yeah. He Googled rich log cabin. <laughs> I, thought he, <laughs> came up. 
I thought you were gonna say like he put a picture of like a fruit stand, and it was just like <laughs> one of those rainbow umbrellas, or it was like a Michael Blues like banana stand from like uh, Arrested Development, and your mom's yeah. like, "Hey, I've seen this show." You're like, well, "Wait a second, I'm not an idiot." Yeah, isn't that like she literally clocked him? Yeah, she was like, "You're lying." He unmatched her. Yeah, but what a crazy like you could spin any tale, and you chose I'm a fruit. I have a fruit monopoly. Yeah, what's something vague enough to be believable? Yeah. She was like, really? Tell me more. He's <laughs> yes. like, I would rather not. <laughs> I am lying, by the way. I'd catfish and I'd tell people I play like Hermione Granger and Harry Potter. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> Sorry. Emma Watson? What? Sorry. But yeah, there are more nor- like notable sto- notable notable stories like Kate Brianna Fulton in July of 2013, the U.S. federal agents, oh geez, and Bulgarian police began searching for an American teenager named Kate Brianna Fulton after someone claiming to be her boyfriend called the U.S. Embassy in Moldova Holy to shit. report that she had been kidnapped in Bulgaria for a ransom of fifty thousand oh dollars. Uh, which was further backed by a call for help allegedly sent from Fulton's Twitter account a few days before her disappearance. However, after engaging in an extensive regional search for the woman without any results, the investigators soon determined that Fulton was a fictitious entity created by a New Jersey teenager. This is a Russian oh, name. Oh, that is a Russian name. Andrei Myhaki Livsky. And that the student whose photographs were misappropriated as pictures of the missing girl was safe in the United Holy States. Holy shit! That, and then he was taken into custody. Um, that was crazy. But he, I, Wait, once taken into custody, he confessed that he had been posing as Kate Fulton in order to play a joke on one of his classmates. It's a prank video where you just get $50,000 out of your friend. I catfished as an American <laughs> in Bulgaria and contacted the U.S. Embassy. <laughs> This is like, okay, so I don't understand why a lot of these people like to get out of the catfish. They go to such extremes like I died or I was kidnapped by the, you know, the Bulgarian government. There's no other way to end it. I mean, think about it. There's no like logical ending to like, you can't just break up with your catfish girlfriend. You can just, yeah, you can. You'd be like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm not feeling this anymore. And then just cut it off. I just think it has to end in extremes like this. I mean, maybe it just seems like a little bit too much. I think the mental state <laughs> of someone who's willing to do this. Yeah. You are willing to take it there. Because uh-huh. there's no repercussions. Yeah. I mean, you're already catfishing and lying about who you are. Um, Might as well involve the embassy. <laughs> Why not call the government? Why not some U.S. dollars? Yes. <laughs> some taxpayer money. <laughs> Um, so there's also another one from an Army Staff Sergeant, Matthew A. Puccino. Ooh. On January 24th, 2014, the Buffalo News reported that Cheektowaga, a New York resident, Brandon Ashraf, had made fake profiles on Facebook and dating websites for deceased Army Staff Sergeant oh. Matthew A. Puccino, who was killed in 2009 by a roadside explosive in Afghanistan. Ashraf was charged with misdemeanor criminal impersonation after Puccino's sister, Melissa, discovered the fake profiles and notified the police. That's just disrespectful. Yeah, it's stolen valor to some degree. It is. You post a. Actually, is that stolen valor? If you like pretend to be a, like a someone in the military online, that died. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, is stolen valor just like wearing military clothes? Yeah. So then, how do military surplus stores work? If you, if a civilian can buy like fatigues, would why is it considered stolen valor if it's legal? It's drag. Oh. <laughs> can't be (laughs) (laughs) that is kind of wild i know yeah like well what the hell do we do with it sell it yeah i mean you can buy like purple hearts and like different badges we should yeah we should we should just create like an entire we come in here in full military (laughs) regalia (laughs) 
start addressing each other as sergeant. We like salute before every like episode. That's the next step for Broski Nation. I'm gonna start shipping out <laughs> fucking military uniforms. We have to pause the podcast recording because Brittany's getting deployed. <laughs> Wait, no, we do a coming home video where I'm like recording <laughs> and you're a German shepherd. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm like recording and you're like on the TV and then it just like you show up behind me and like put your hand on my shoulder. I come to your high school football game. <laughs> yes. What are these grown people doing? I don't know. I'm on a homecoming court and you just walk me across the field. Oh, mm-hmm. you some of those I've seen are like really fucking jarring. I know. Where they're they like rip a bag off someone's head and it's like surprise your brother's home <laughs> yes. from Afghanistan my mom was deployed five times and every single Jesus. time she came home she just didn't want to speak to anyone for and like, I get that for days like she would just fall asleep so every time I see a coming home video I'm like my mom just ignore me my mom did not like me <laughs> so, so did anyone else have that experience I'd like to see those videos coming home and ignoring your kids turns out war did not soften her heart <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about Trey Top Dog Ellis? Yeah, let's do it. You know, my dad was never deployed. Your your dad was in the Army, right? The uh, Air Force. Oh, cause... He did everything when I was really young. How was your dad not deployed? He had a how, family. How long? My mom had a family. How I long was your dad know. in the military? 22 years. And he was never deployed? He was deplo- He was like in the Gulf War in like early 2000s so yeah. i was a baby and he was going through a divorce with my mom <laughs> so that probably had something to do with it wait actually that's another coincidence my mom was at operation desert storm desert shield in the yeah. early 90s and she got divorced around that time as yeah. well hey tearing families apart the u.s government but bringing US us together <gasps> oh <laughs> cousins yes all right anyway Trey Trey, top. top dog ellis <laughs> on june 10th 2014 alabama.com <laughs> So what the fuck is that? Travel Alabama. Travel Alabama or don't. <laughs> Alabama.com reported that 19-year-old Marissa Williams was being held in a jail in Tuscaloosa, Alabama for asking a fictional Facebook friend to shoot and kill several members of her family. Court documents revealed that Williams's aunt had posed as a man named Trey Topdog Ellis on Facebook to spy on her niece's social media activities. After Williams began chatting with the fake account, she asked Ellis to pay for her cell phone bill in exchange for sex? They're they're c- related? Wait, I'm trying to figure this out. This is not making sense. So William's aunt posed as a man to spy on her niece's social media. Just create a burner. What are you doing? And <laughs> William's asked, so Marissa asked a fictional Facebook friend to shoot and kill members of her family. Uh-huh. After Williams began chatting with the fake account, she asked Ellis to pay for her cell phone bill in exchange for sex. Days later, Williams revealed that she did not wish to live with her family anymore and asked Ellis to murder her aunt, cousin, aunt's fiance, and the family dog before fleeing with her. Williams's aunt subsequently contacted the police who came to the house and arrested Williams on charges of solicitation of murder. You know, usually I don't like when a family member, like, oversteps online, but I feel like... A little warranted. Yeah, if your daughter or your niece is... You're like, they might murder someone someday. Or me. Yeah, I I would understand, like, creating a fake account to, like, watch what they do. Yeah. You know? This is very complicated. Yeah. So... This girl basically asked her aunt, who was catfishing as a man, to kill, kill her aunt. Yeah. Oh, that's this could be a movie. That really could be. A, and why the family dog though? Just open the what backyard, do do? like the back door. Yeah, just let him go. Yeah. And uh, cell phone built in exchange for sex. <laughs> what? Just layers and layers to it. Really, really, this is a Netflix series. It really is. 
if you could if you could pick something that's happened in our lifetime for a Netflix series to be made on it, what would you pick? With us or me individually or you individually? Anything. You you individually. Um, me individually. I, I have a lot of like fun, horrible moments in my life that I guess could be spun to be exciting. Mm. Um, so it would be about you. Yeah, oh yeah, the a movie about me would be about me. Oh no, I mean like in your lifestyle, like the things we've endured, like in pop culture and whatever. Like what do you think is deserving of a Netflix show? Oh my god, dude, you're asking a very loaded <laughs> question. I just my like I'm trying to think I have like stories, but I don't know what's like long enough. I guess like my transformation from like closeted Christian to lesbian Ooh. podcast host. Because yeah. I have hit a lot of like weird milestones, like being in a sorority eating disorder stuff. You've lived a life. Vine, military, moving around. Yeah. It's pretty much like you could break my life into like chapters by places I've moved. I would watch the Sarah Shower show. Yeah. But then it would just like end with like the camera just in this room. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, the end. Thanks for coming and watching my show. <laughs> this is how far I've gotten. And then they're just like, it fades to black and it's Sarah died six hours. <laughs> I just finished rapping. <laughs> you went to meet a catfish for a hookup. They killed you. What would yours be about? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was talking, you should have thought of something. Mine would be a, a spotlight on Disney adults. Mm -hmm. And I would narrate it. Like a, okay, so would you be a subject in it or are you just like the narrator? I would be a foot, uh, half in, half out yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Where it's like, I get it, but here are the real fucking weirdos. Yeah, like what's those, uh, those that guy like during like Christmas movies where like he begins the, or like the Twilight Zone host? Oh yeah. Where he, yeah, I would be the Rod Serling of my own life. Yeah, and then it like goes to the story and then it wraps up with you with yeah. like some life lesson. Like Disney adults, weird, but good. But uh, unhealed childhood trauma, mm -hmm. but really aiming for just to relive it. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Is that Disney adults are so nostalgic for their childhood and the false sense of security that Disney creates as yeah. a cinematic universe that it's a form of comfort because the world is so overwhelming. Yeah. Just like anything else. Like anything that we explore in this fucking podcast is yeah. like adults trying to self-soothe. To cope, yeah. I mean, I understand that. Whenever whenever I'm like really depressed, I'll watch like uh, like Sleeping Beauty or something or like Mulan and it just makes me feel so young. Exactly. And, like, my brain is squeaky clean. Yeah. Like, there hasn't been, like, shit in the fucking creases yeah. for years now. I watch um, The Mandalorian. <laughs> over and over again. And Rick and Morty. <laughs> yes. Over and over and over. So there is the, um, like, the sociology behind catfishing. Um, it's been thought to have grown in popularity as it allows participants to disassociate from one's everyday identity, mm -hmm. shielding them from moral obligations or responsibility. This is attributed to the online disinhibition dis effect, due to which online users feel more comfortable sharing information, some of which may be untrue, mm -hmm. on an online forum than through in-person communication, which, yeah. I totally get that. Yeah, I love lying online. I do too. And it's so much easier than in person. Yeah. And there's no consequences. Mm -hmm. When you're anonymous, when you're using someone else's pictures, <laughs> yes. I mean, sure, that person could like get mad. Mm -hmm. But still, it's like, I don't. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, I've never had someone steal my pictures on a dating app, but I have been catfished. Yeah. Um, but not in this way. Wait, what happened? Um. I mashed with someone when I was in college and I showed up to this like sketchy neighborhood in my college town and I come in and I'm on I've only seen his photos like on the app and he's like, you come over, let's watch a movie. And I was 19 <laughs> and I was like, what movie? <laughs> She's so innocent. 
he was about 60 pounds heavier than mm-hmm. his pictures. And it's one of those where you show up and it's like, I'm, immediately I'm not as attracted to you. Yeah. And it was also sketched because he was like 21 and I was 19. And I, I know that doesn't feel like a lot, but in college it is because it's like you're graduating and I'm a freshman. Yeah. And so I showed up and I was like, how? It was like a scared for my life thing. Like, how do I get out of this? Uh-huh. Because obviously he's expecting sex. Yeah. And I am not into it. And so I finally was like, Oh my god, I forgot I have an assignment due at eleven fifty nine. Yeah. And I, and I like left. Yeah. And he kept hitting me up, like, yo, you still owe me. You owe Oh you what? Oh you what? Men are so scary. Dude. That was one of the two times I've been catfished. And it, it has both been for the same <laughs> Wait, reason. Two times? Two times. It's been for the same reason where they just don't fucking look like their pictures. It's them. Yeah. But they look so different. Oh my god! Because men never have pictures taken of themselves. Only at weddings. The yeah. only decent photos men have is at weddings. Or holding fish. Mm-hmm. Again, like showing what they can do. Yeah. I'm provider. Can hold big tuna. Yeah, I think those are like the only socially quote unquote acceptable places for men to take pictures of themselves. Lex is gay. We take a selfie, gay. You love men. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's crazy that you've been catfished twice. I yeah. um, have definitely been used. My photos have been used as like people like catfish with my what photos. What a compliment! Whenever they say like I'm younger, I'm like thank you. Oh. <laughs> but like some of them, like I'm blonde and like my eyebrows are like sperm. I'm like that's not the best photo. <laughs> You're like, yeah, pick that one. You know. But um, I feel like I'm catfishing a little bit on like my Bumble because I do have a photo from four years ago with me and my friend. Just to because it's the photo that I look best in where I have a friend in the photo mm. and I, it's like we're out at like a fancy bar, so it looks like I'm sociable. But like I've aged four years since then. Mm. I haven't. Like, my weight hasn't fluctuated that much, and I am brunette in it, so I don't feel like it's lying that much. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I'm fine with that. I approve. Mm-hmm. But so, um, in catfishing, <laughs> an internet user uses a fake identity to persuade another person to believe that they are the person they portray. This often is used for relationships, such as in the scenario of the movie, like, such as the scenario in the movie Catfish. The person catfishing uses another person's photo and life facts to make them appear as a real person. Often the person who this identity has been molded from does not know that their pictures and name are being used. Yeah. That's the scary part. Well, I mean, like, that's, like... I mean, also, that would be terrifying if the person did know that their photos were being used. Because what are you supposed to do? Uh, hey, stop using my picture. <laughs> blocked. <laughs> Mom, You're blocked. stop using my photos to catfish people online. Mom, stop trying <laughs> to snag men <laughs> using my photo. Because <laughs> then they're going to come looking for me, and it's going to be a and whole then, thing. You're yeah. looking for my mom. And you're going to be so jealous when I hook up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so often, the, yeah, so they are unaware that their identity was used to create these fake relationships online. The person uses catfishing in order to appear as a better version of themselves by using a fake identity. If I were to catfish online, I'd use pictures of Pamela Anderson. <laughs> That would actually be so funny if somebody didn't realize that this is Pamela fucking Anderson. Yeah. Why are all these photos paparazzi photos? Sorry, I just like <laughs> love the aesthetic of like a flash. I think my favorite thing is when someone catfishes and they clearly use women of a different race. Like in like the entire like... You do you. As if the person's like, oh, I guess, you know, maybe one day she is Asian and the other day she is white, yeah, you know? good for her. I, but I, I know that these people are out of their gourd, but, like, to be that out of their mind that they think that this person wouldn't recognize that these people are two different races mm-hmm. would be crazy to me. Men don't care, though. <laughs> yes. Men don't. Have you seen that one meme where it's literally, <laughs> it's literally a GTA prostitute. 
Oh no! And oh, it's yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of grainy, and he's yes. like, "Yo, wait, is that really you?" And she said, "Yeah, sorry, my photo is just grainy." He I'm said, an android. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I just have really <laughs> an old phone. Damn, you got a fat ass though. <laughs> it's literally a sim. It's yeah. like a GTA prostitute. That is so, like men don't give a fuck. They really don't. It could be literally animated titties, and they're like, "Damn, come over." Yes. Um, so the person uses catfishing in order to appear as yeah um, their primary reason to appear as a fake person is to befriend the other person for a relationship or sexual reasons Um, some online users have used catfishing to explore their gender and or sexual identities Hmm. that's okay known this way as a type of romance scam catfishing is often employed on dating websites however the use of social media or email will serve for scammers as a way to make initial contact that is crazy that you would explore a gender identity by Mm -hmm. catfishing yeah, to cosplay as a woman. I I understand wanting to explore your gender identity on the safety, like if, online, so you feel a bit safe. But you're involving other people, yeah. you know. You're stealing someone's photos. Yeah, and you're also hitting on someone else, probably, and you're getting their hopes up. Yeah. So it's like, I'm happy that you're exploring yourself, but you're also ruining someone's life in the process. Right. <laughs> I think that is one of the most interesting sociological or, like, psychological implications of like this happening is on catfish the show when they would go to the person's house and have the person that was really invested in the relationship Mm -hmm. meet face to face the old greasy 39 year old with a neck beard in his mom's basement like yeah i'm jessica like when you meet that person and you see just the hurt on the other person's face like i thought what we had was real yeah that is so interesting to me dude Mm -hmm. like you were really in love with words on the screen yeah and then it's just I don't even I mean the thing is is like I don't even know how you can get to that point but I imagine Mm -hmm. like if if someone is extremely mentally ill or like has a certain type of attachment style um, then I imagine they could probably get to that point it's like how I can't wrap my mind around people who are stalkers but like if you actually look it's like I mean they have a parasocial relationship to a point where it's like they feel like they know you and they're friends with you Yeah. so it's like I can't wrap my mind around how you got to that like that point but i it, imagine you'd have to like just yeah you know. but it, it's that but imagine if they talked back and told you everything you want to hear yeah because there's not there's no consequences mm-hmm. i also wonder on these on catfish how did they get the person to agree to reveal their identity oh dude i don't even know like you're like you know that you're not a 16 year old girl named jessica and you walk out the front door and it's like someone who looks like carl marx and it's like <laughs> Why did you sign up to embarrass yourself, man? On a TV show. Like I had to have been paid for it. Yeah, dude. I imagine you're you're dating people online because you have some sort of social anxiety. But let's go on a reality television show like where you embarrass yourself in front of everyone. Yeah, and meet the person that you've been playing. Yeah. Oh, it's just wild. It's wild, (laughs) dude. You know, there's a whole other side of catfishing that we're not talking about. That's when you just over edit the fuck out of your pictures. Yeah. Has, Has that happened to you? Um, no, usually if I'm on a dating app and a girl like has too many filters, I don't really like, I swipe left because like you'll see someone with like the crown filter or like Snapchat filter. It's giving insecurity a little bit. Yeah. And if there's more than two of those, it's like, I don't know what you look like. So I'd rather just keep going. When we did our, which we should bring that series back, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, rating people's, yeah, fixing people's dating profiles. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing that girls do. And it's because it's. It's an insecurity, you know, and like you think you look better with the filter, but it's like, girl, if you're going on a date with these people, yeah, you got to just show them what you look like after a certain point. They're going to see you like, They're gonna up close. They're going to look at you, yeah, sadly. Yeah. So I think that that is, uh, 
I always wonder when it's um, um, lesbian yeah. dating apps. You know, it's like because you're both battling the unattainable beauty standard, mm-hmm. you know, like over editing the fuck out of pictures. You're just doing yourself a disservice because you are now creating a standard specifically for yourself that you can't even live up to. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot less edited photos on like lesbian dating apps because you're more free or sapphic because you're more free to like look how you hell yeah yeah are um so there is an there is an example of um the mtv show catfish based on the documentary a girl named uh, sunny connects with a male model named jameson who is in reality chelsea a woman using her alternative identity to interact romantically with other women in an online space just go on club penguin yeah and make yourself a boy penguin just live your fantasy and just hit on all the girl penguins catfishing is the definition of living your fantasy Mm -hmm. (laughs) ruining someone's life Hey, if I can live my fantasy and destroy other people's fantasies <laughs> yes. in the meantime, period. <laughs> I understand escapism, but Disney adults aren't like breaking up with people at the parks, you know? They're getting engaged. Yes. <laughs> More weddings are happening in the Disney adult community than you could ever possibly imagine. Exactly. And there's also a financial gain aspect, if you'd like to review that. Yeah, so the financial gain can be another motive of catfishing, like I tried to do in high school. Mm -hmm. In 2015, three (laughs) girls created a fake social media profile and managed to steal $3,300 from the Islamic State, a terrorist group. The three girls had been approached by a recruitment officer to join the organization. After coming into contact, the three girls proceeded and asked for money to travel to Syria. When they received the money, the girls immediately deleted their internet account and pocketed the cash that was intended for their own personal travel. Now, see, that scares me. Yeah, do you think that, like, terrorist groups... Can't track your IP address? (laughs) Or, like, they've had, like, um, after, like, these sort of events, they have to have, like, a meeting where it's, like, you know, internet safety. You've got to talk to American girls (laughs) online, sir. You've got to know when you're about to enter a scam or not. (laughs) Dude, the idea of three girls just got $3,000 from ISIS... That shit is wild. But also to just delete your account. Like, where? Thank you. <laughs> and then ISIS can track your IP address. That is, like, scary. I don't know how you have the NAS to do that. <laughs> I think it's just pure. They have no idea. Yeah. They have no idea how serious ISIS is. Yeah, this was a bit <laughs> to them. Jesus. When it's really, like, actually life or death. Some people are, like, you know, showing their hole on chat roulette. These girls are getting thousands of dollars from ISIS. They're getting, um... <laughs> what's it called redirected money from the u.s <laughs> department of defense <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so they're really stealing it back from the american government power power to them you guys are doing a great job catfishing right. has also been used as a tactic to stop criminal activity in 2004 dateline nbc produced a segment to catch a predator i used to love to catch a predator which documented undercover cops posing as minors online to catch pedophiles Pedophiles would then be lured into spaces arranged by the undercover officers where an encounter between the posed minor and the adult were to occur. That shit is wild. I know, but also it kind of reminds me of like, you know, when there's like an undercover cop at like a festival Mm. where like it's clearly a cop. Mm. Like I wonder how they talk online that like they're, you know, pretending to be a minor. It's like, OMG, just got highlights. Can't wait to hashtag post on the gram. Hashtag lit. Yeah. Hashtag this is so effing chill. <laughs> and then the predator's like, this checks out. Girls are stupid. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I bet it's so easy to catfish as a girl online. Yeah. As like a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. 
That's we shouldn't put that out there. <laughs> don't do this, guys. Hey, guys, if you're thinking about catfishing, don't. Don't. Unless you're stealing money from old men. Or terrorist organizations. Well, up to you. As for your own. Yeah. Catfishing can also be used as a tactic to cyberbully someone online by attacking other individuals online working under a fake or anonymous identity. Since they're using another person's identity or a made-up identity, the person will not get in trouble and will not have any consequences as the cyberbullying cannot be traced back to them. That is true in the case of bullying, but, like, I don't think people realize how easy it is to track your IP mm-hmm. address. Oh, yeah. If you're not like, using a VPN. There was this TikTok I just watched of this guy. Um, so there's, like, a gay kid and then there's, like, a straight guy. And the straight guy's basically calling, like, this gay kid, like, so many slurs. And then, like, the gay kid just says the guy's address. <laughs> And then the, and, the, and the guy's like fuck, and then he like shuts off like the chat roulette. Yeah, it's so easy to find your IP address, which yes. is insane. Um, but, but also, I guess maybe I, I I feel like catfishing is more like when you establish a relationship with someone. Yeah, I, I think that's it. It's textbook definition. Yeah, because I run a Jim and Stan account on TikTok, and I've definitely told some people to. Uh, sure. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, also don't think that's catfishing. I don't like pretend to be Jimin. You know, right. I just happen to make his edits of him. Right. Yeah. So that's not catfishing. How do you feel after the announcement? I'm excited for them. I'm also worried, but I'm I'm really excited to see their individual product, like projects. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. They're really talented, but so I mean, I guess catfishing in a in a cyberbully way is where you create like a hot girl account and then she just like maliciously <laughs> bullies <laughs> hurls insults at everyone dude imagine if i use like my little sister's pictures to like <laughs> cyber bully like high schoolers like at fairfax high on like melrose i, I never went there it's just like a fun thing to do uh, like, she's even going <laughs> yes. oh my god Oh, I would, again, be Pamela Anderson. <laughs> yes. Why is Pamela Anderson cyberbullying high schoolers? Because why not? Mm-hmm. She's chasing the youth. It's also like people don't... Well, I guess now they do because the TV show came out. But, like, people don't know who that is. I asked my sister the other day, who is um, um, Angelina Jolie? Couldn't tell me. Really? Yeah. No idea. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, dude, this generation, like the generation even younger than Gen Z, uh-huh. has no interest in traditional celebrities. Yeah. It's all internet celebrities. Oh. That is the new, like, uh, uh, A-list. I haven't talked to a teenager in so long. Yeah. Or a kid. I'm actually trying to rack my brain of the last time I talked to a teenager for an extended period of time. So, yeah, that's crazy that you have that insight because you're related to a couple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have never known that. That's t- How old's your sister? My sister is... My shit. My sister's born in 98, so she's 24. 24. Yeah. T. My brother's almost 30. But that is, that is really crazy. It's an interesting thing. And also, um, a lot of it comes from... I mean, I see it on TikTok, too. You know, of, like, an older sibling doing one of those... Um, okay who is this yeah you know like how they do to grandparents yeah they do that to like their younger siblings and it's like julia roberts angelina jolie jennifer aniston and people just like don't know who the fuck they are oh yeah there's a there's actually like a separate version of that where like people who are formerly amish they show them like (laughs) like pictures of miley cyrus and they're like ed sheeran i have no idea (laughs) could not tell you if my life depended on it well ed sheeran's face changes depending on how he's lit so like i wouldn't blame them yeah yeah it's it's very unusual, but no, mm-hmm. um, no. I mean, we sound like old people right now because, like, if my parents showed me a picture of like, you know, a drummer from the seventies, I'd be like, I, I don't, I don't think know. That's true though, because you and I grew up with so much access to so much information. Yeah, and you and I both love classic rock. We love classic music. I mean, it's like yeah, 
we have that information. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we seek it out. Yeah. I feel like there's an in-between where, like, the, this generation of teenagers is so um, microcosm internet. Yeah. And the concept of, like, what a rock star used to be in the 70s and 80s is, like, unimaginable. Yeah. You know, where you could have that much... Um, fame and attention and have it not be from the internet i feel Uh like it it, almost to me it's a little unimaginable like how did they have careers without (laughs) posting on instagram yeah i actually have no idea like paris hilton posted a tiktok the other day where she was like um clubbing in like the early 2000s and like yeah yeah, i saw that the caption alluded to like the fact that she didn't have to post about this whenever she went out i was so your main pictures come from paparazzi wild that is so crazy yeah to not be on your phone in the club feels like a different reality i know oh dude whenever i like read like old books where they have to write letters to each other to like imagine imagine you want to like plan like a get-together and like you someone like gets hit by a bus or you know a wagon yeah and then you can't like you can't text the person that i just got hit by a wagon i literally think about this all the time i'm so glad we're talking about this back in like when my parents were in college together like in the late 80s early 90s how did you, what if something came up and you couldn't meet when you said you would? Yeah, and, like, my mom used to talk about, like, the house phone. Like, you would, like, share lines. I'd kill myself. Imagine, like, hearing someone else's conversation. Juicy. Hey, guys, can you stop, like, you know, like, sexting for, like, a second? I'm trying yeah. to, like, make plans with my friends. Sexting from the house phone? <laughs> yes. Yeah, what are you wearing? Beep, 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 beep. Oh, my gosh, remember, like, oh, I don't know if you sexted on, like, uh, Motorola, like, Razor? No. Okay, never mind. It was super hard. Yeah. T- yeah. The T9 <laughs> yeah, keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, B, C, C. Yes. Fuck. Uh, a, B. <laughs> Awful. Took forever. Yeah, I always wonder. I'm reading a, whatever. What? I'm, I'm reading a Pedro Pascal fan fiction right now. Okay. It's set in the 90s. Okay. And they have pagers. What's the significance of the 90s? Is it's it when, when he was younger? It's when it's set. It's a Narcos fan fiction. Oh, okay. It's whatever. It's his character from Narcos. Okay. But it's literally like, that's how they would talk. What if you died? Yeah, like what if you, or like you couldn't make it. Exactly. Like, imagine you get stuck in traffic, and then someone's just waiting, and now they think that they've been stood up. Yeah, then they You couldn't leave. even call them. You'd have so to... So much miscommunication. Find a pay phone along the side of the road. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting stressed out. Yes. Um, so, yeah, there's also uh, dangers of catfishing. Wait. Did I? Yeah, yeah. There's the, the, Obviously, there's dangers to catfishing. Duh. You know, incidents where it's led to murders and kidnapping. It can be used to attract a person from the internet and allow them to meet them in person. Like Britney's friend, um, the person catfishing can lure a victim to a place to be kidnapped or hurt in another way. And then catfishers, shit, fish, cat shitters, uh, may show up to a victim's home unexpectedly to abduct them. That's Scary. the worst. Oh, do you hear when that happens? Yeah. Catfishing has also been a new way for sexual predators, yeah, to interact with their victims and possibly harm them, creating another threat. These sexual predators use fake identities to talk to teens, allowing them to get close to them so that the victim will trust them. This then allows for the predator to get information from the victim to use that information to potentially harm them. There are some sickos. Mm -hmm. There are some real fucking sickos in this life. Yeah, like, what's that? Okay, so there's, like, this chart of, like, the ages that men and women are attracted to. And for, like, women, as they, like, increase in age, like, 21, 22, usually the age of the person, that man that they're attracted to, like, follows that line. So mm-hmm. if they're 21, they'll be attracted to someone 21. If they're 32, they'll be attracted to someone 32. Most men between, like, 21 and 60 said 20 was, like, the, <gasps> the average age. And the only reason why they chose 20 is because you couldn't go lower. Oh. And I'm like, what the fuck is... Men are fucking sickos. How much of that, though, is, like, bred? 
You know, like, because what what women want is someone who is kind and respectful. And if they're attractive, that's an added bonus. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, for men, first and foremost, you should be um, youthful, hairless, quiet, you know, yeah. all those things, like a child. Uh-huh. How much of that is taught and not um, actually desired? I think it's, like, beaten into you. Like, exactly. society beats it into you. That is just wild. It's really gross. I mean, I can... Shut up, guys. I can understand, like, for a second, back in, like, the Middle Ages, where you try to date someone as young as possible because you live to 30. Right. But, you know, we have modern medicine, and we're evolved creatures. It's crazy that you would still want to pursue someone who looks like a child. Yeah, but it's also, just a fetish at this point. Yeah, and society often, like, associates youth with beauty. That's why when women get older, you basically get invisible. Yep. You know? Yeah. Un- unless that's also fetishized. Mm-hmm. A milf fetish, an older woman fetish. Isn't it crazy that, like, if there's some feature about a woman that's not typical, like, quote-unquote typical of, like, what you imagine the American beauty standard to be, it's, it's considered fetishized. a fetish? Yeah. If, you know, a man, like, wants to date an older woman fetish. Like, it's like... And Th- why? That's considered, like, off the beaten path to the point that it's a kink? Yeah. Holy Oh, dude, there's, there's like, so many fucking movies in this world where a hot-ass woman dates a fugly man. Yeah. You know, like, Adam Sandler has kissed so many... <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's a cutie. He's a, he's a cutie. But he's kissed so many models in, like, movies. Yeah. Now, there are, like, TikToks where a woman will be plus-sized and then her boyfriend is, like, you know, a beefcake. Mm-hmm. And people just cannot wrap their mind around why dude. this is. And then the women have to come on there and defend themselves yeah. because people reach out to the husband or the boyfriend and are like, bro, you can do better. Are you being held hostage? Yeah. Is she rich? Bro, how much is she paying you? Did you meet her before she gained all the weight? Oh, it's just like the fact that it's unimaginable that you can be attracted to someone that doesn't look like Pamela Anderson. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's And you know what? This has just turned into me ranting for a second. Let's hear it. I've been, like, working through this in therapy of, like, okay, you know, want to lose weight because of, okay, what's the reason? It can't be because you want men to look at you. It can't be because you want to fit in. It can't be because, you know, any of these um, negative reasons. Yeah. It has to be because you want to live longer and you are invested in your health and, you know, you've been um, neglecting your health for so long and maybe it's time that you start feeding yourself what you need to live properly and so you're not tired all the time. I'm finally coming around to that and accepting that there are strong um, plus size women like Ashley Graham and like Lizzo Mm -hmm. that are so healthy, actually, like from what they eat, how active they are, being able to run around on stage and dance and do the splits. Like Lizzo is very healthy. And to look at them and and be like, they need to lose weight. Yeah. What the fuck? They'll live longer than me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm to this point now where it's like, I kind of like being plus size uh-huh. because it keeps the people that it keeps the scary men away yeah you know that are just like if you're skinny just like any other girl like you should be quote unquote mm-hmm. you know it's like are they talking to me because they really like me or because you know so like that's kind of a built-in barrier yeah and i'm finally to the point where it's just like i don't give a f- I don't want to be thin for those reasons and if i never be if i if i'm never that thin Okay, so be it. Yeah. And do you know how long it's taken me to get to that point? Yeah. And so I think that that's that's just wild. That I'm going to have to come to terms with the fact that it is a fetish for some men. Yeah. Being with a plus size woman. And there's, thank God for TikTok. I mean, TikTok has its quirks and its cons, but it's shit like that. You yeah. Know, where these women come out and talk about like, 
no, my husband actually likes me for me, yeah. even though I'm bigger mm-hmm. and I weigh more than him. Yeah. Like, actually, c- could you imagine? Yeah. He likes me for me and he loves me. And then um, I've seen some TikToks too, like being intimate as a plus size woman is something that people don't fucking talk about. Yeah. And it's so, like, I wish that this shit was around when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. To be able to hear that as a yeah. child instead of in my, you know, mid-20s is would have been life-changing. Yeah, I mean, it's really important. I mean, like, I work out now, and, like, usually, like, I used to be, like, trigger warning anorexic so like i was like tiny like mm. i mean like very tiny and you so you look back at pictures and think oh my fucking god dude i was like less than 100 pounds like <gasps> eating every other day i was like because i th- i wanted to be like beauty like quote unquote what the beauty standard was and so like now working out i don't want to lose weight a lot of people are like don't get frustrated if you don't see progress it's like i don't care i need more stamina in the bedroom if anything you know Period. and so like that's pretty much why i work out but also yeah so like tiktok has taught me so much about like the experiences of plus size women and you think about like medical discrimination like that sort of thing like it, being fat does not mean that you're unhealthy right. like i talk about my mother who is a doctor who like if i could literally when i hear fat women talk about their experiences at the doctor they're like this person is writing off all of my sickness as you know it's because of my weight. weight you'll be fine i have de- i've dealt with my mother i've dealt with a lot of different phys- oh. oh my god <laughs> Something. Is that an omen? Oh, there's a crow on the... It was a bird. <gasps> oh, no. They're coming. Ew. But yeah, um, it's just like, it's always, if you lost weight, you could be talking about your ankle that's clearly broken, yeah. and she'd be like, well, you know, if you didn't... Saw that weight on your joints. Yeah. That's what's making it hurt. That's why it snapped. <laughs> and so, like, but the thing is, also, um, you know, plus-size women have taught me about, like, how a lot of men don't view women as people, yeah. and so you'll hear a lot of, like, girls who are, like, the plus-size friend in a friend group, yep. where, like, everyone else is tiny, and then, like, guys will treat them well, and then not even look at the plus-size yep. girl. And that's actually like a really great gauge if a guy is a good guy or not, yep. you know. And I see something kind of similar when guys find out I am a lesbian yep. because I am. I'm not gonna suck my own clit, but I. Well, they can't get anything. You are worthless to them now. Yeah. So usually it goes like they either become a creep, and they're like, "Well, I mean, you just haven't found the right guy." <laughs> And I'm like, okay, chill out. Or I'm like now written off in their brain where I'm no longer a viable person to fuck. Yes. yes. So I kind of I stand in unity with plus size women in that yeah. you're no longer viewed as a human. Yeah, it's a similar, like, you actually, you taught me about that yeah. a few months ago where it's true. If they don't deem you as like fuckable or if they can't get something from you, yeah. it, you know, like whether that's, and I hate this word, but like clout, yeah. if it's status, if it's some form of a social exchange that isn't sex. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they act like you don't exist. Mm-hmm. That's if you, happened to me so many times in my life. Exactly. Like, it's social currency. Like, I used to talk to this girl who was best friends with a gay guy. And you're like, a gay guy is not going to be sexist because he's not attracted to women. However, whenever they would hang out and he'd see a girl that was, like, super hot, he'd always ditch this girl to go hang out with her. Why? And it's not because he was attracted to her. It's that she gave him some sort of social currency. Mm. So it's not even, like, if you can fuck. It's, like, maybe they're, like, other people are going to be drawn to her or like she's got something or she looks like do you know what i mean yeah so it's not even just sex it's like if you have power or money or connections they're gonna view you as a human it's just absurd i'd rather be ugly and funny than pretty and miserable i'd rather never look at a man again i'd rather uh be anonymous online (laughs) and steal money from men (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, we're back to the dangers of, you know, pedophiles and men looking for, I mean, I assume, let me just be fair, there are also female creeps. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, also um, under the guise of like a sugar mama. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that that, or, or I mean, a lot of the, the catfishing too is women, young women online lying to get money from older men. Like really yeah. vulnerable, sad, lonely older men. Mm-hmm. That I, definitely happens. Even though they're vulnerable, I still don't feel that bad. Well, yeah, if you're willing to pay young girls to hang out with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but examples are the 20, uh, oh, this is sad, 2002 murder of Casey Woody and 2007 murder of Carly Ryan. And then catfishing as a way to harass others online has increased due to the number of suicides in teens as mental abuse. And then the 2006 suicide of Megan Meyer. I always, like when I hear about things like this, I know for an older person or someone who was not chronically online, mm-hmm. will probably look at this or hear about this and think, how in the world could it escalate that far? Yeah. You know, like to the point where there's murder, or there's suicide, there's, there's death. Mm-hmm. And it makes perfect sense to me yeah because you and i know how intense things can be online and how it affects your day-to-day and your your daily life and especially when you're you think you're talking to people online that you have a real connection with a real friendship a real relationship and it just turns into that Mm -hmm. you know or even things like not to bring up munchausen's again but like that whole thing with gypsy rose blanchard was like so much of that was conspiring online mm-hmm. with her little boyfriend. And, yeah. and it ended in murder. It's yeah. just wild. Um, yeah, I mean, like when your home environment or the environment that you live in is like horrible or you can't express yourself freely, the internet is a great place to escape. It's your savior. And it's addicting, but yeah. then eventually you can go down like a rabbit hole and that's where it becomes like super dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting. I can't wait for this shit to be studied in college courses in 10 years. I think it is. There's like uh, yeah. catfishing studies. Oh, wow. So let's talk about the signs of being catfished. So all they those... are using a Pamela Anderson photo. <laughs> you see someone with Pammy's photos, it's me. Yes. <laughs> Don't report me because I'm doing the work for us, girls. Mm-hmm. So although subjective, there are multiple warning signs attributed to catfishing behavior, which I was never taught these. You just kind of learn it. Yeah. Being online after a long time. If an unknown person starts following or messaging a user and the person's profile picture looks fake or too good to be true. <laughs> you just block one. hot people. <laughs> All right. Well, I really liked you. I wanted to. Ah, <laughs> this is a scam. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yes. If profiles between dating and social media sites are inconsistent, for example, having f- different names or pictures between websites, if after a few encounters the opposing party starts proclaiming love, especially after only a few days or weeks of contact, that's happened to me before. I had a Tinder guy propose to me. Really? He was in the army. Did you say yes? I said, um, let's go. Are you free this weekend? <laughs> yes. No, I was I was 18 and I just downloaded Tinder and he literally, it was one of those like army dudes that was looking for a wife. It's the army. Because you can't, like, they're trying to move out of the barracks. That's exactly <laughs> yes. what it was. He wanted to get off base. Yeah. I was like, I have school. <laughs> Sorry. I have to ask my dad. <laughs> Um, if a person refuses to send photos of themselves or talk on a phone or video call. Mm. Or they have like a voice distortion. Mm-hmm. Or they sound like... Um, Darth Vader. Yeah, Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like C-3PO. <laughs> um, and there are a few famous legal cases of catfishing being brought into the legal system. The first successful civil claim relating to a catfishing scam in the UK and in the common law world was one in June 2021... 
after a British radio presenter discovered she was a victim of a nine-year catfishing campaign perpetrated by her younger cousin, a former Barclays investment banker. Dude, okay, I understand I'm not in the same mental state to be catfished or catfish actively. It's just, I have too much on my plate. Right, you're too busy. How could you fall for it for nine years? I never meet them. I understand, like, my uh, screen is broken. I don't have a phone. You know, I dropped my phone. But you could only say that so many times. Right. But for nine years? That is a lonely, lonely person. Yeah. To be strung along for nine years. I mean, she works in radio. Very true. No, uh, but yeah. You got a face for radio. (laughs) That's what my mom always said. No, that is crazy. Like, how do you get strung along for nine years? That's what I'm saying is, like, the extent to which humans need, will do anything to feel loved and accepted. Dude, where was I nine years ago? That was 2013. I was a freshman in college. Oh, Jesus. I was a junior in high school. Can you not? Like, (laughs) every single time, like, you say that. I'm just younger than you. I'm sorry. (laughs) sorry. No, but, um, no, yeah. Dude, if I like someone and I never met them since 2013. Oh, my God. That's crazy. And without ever, like, even FaceTiming them. Okay, if you wanted to start catfishing, you should have started at the beginning of the pandemic. Right. Because you could have dragged that out forever. Yeah. Sorry, we can't meet. Yeah, be like, also, oh, yeah, because yeah. the government has restrictions on us. I would understand if you met someone at the beginning of the pandemic and that's when you started getting catfished. Like, I'll give you a couple years. But nine fucking years. And it's your cousin. In the UK? It the takes UK. four hours to drive across the UK. Just walk. Yeah. <laughs> Take a bus. Take a bus. Governor? <laughs> Sorry. Welcome back to being offensive to our British fans. (laughs) (laughs) I missed this segment. Um, No, yeah, that's that's absolutely insane. I I would be so embarrassed if I was catfished and it was like, (laughs) my cousin? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. This doofus outsmarted me. Uh, You look like him. (laughs) (laughs) It's a constant reminder of what you look like. (laughs) That's why your photo looked like me with short hair. (laughs) So I was attracted to him. <laughs> yes. What do you think about that phenomenon of um, when boyfriends and girlfriends look like each other? I think that's really unusual because that also happens in the lesbian community. There's like that Instagram account, like siblings are dating. Yeah. Dude, I I used to date someone who I asked, like, would you fuck someone who looked like yourself? And they're like, I would fuck myself. And I was like, um, I am not attracted to myself. I'm not like attracted that. to myself like that either. Dude, I, I, I don't think I would ever, like, remove myself from my body, see me at a bar and be like, I want to fuck that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thought of seeing myself at a bar. Yeah. God, she has awful posture. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'd be like a ghost and I'd, like, fix my posture before I did anything. Dude, I can't imagine, like, wanting to fuck yourself. But I mean, maybe you're just so confident. That is a, f- is that narcissism? I don't know. Well, you know those people that are what's auto autosexual who mm-hmm. stand in front of a mirror and just jerk it because you love yourself. Yeah, I mean that's not that weird. Um, it's just okay. Um, wait, wait, wait. I was thinking about something else. Um, like, oh, fuck. I just, I just blanked. Jerking it, jerking it. No, 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 not jerking it. Um, fucking yourself. Fucking uh your hand uh i don't know you know what i looked up the psychology behind catfishing and apparently it's all about attachment style it um, all goes back to mm-hmm. your mother yeah so why do their victims fall for this scam it's by discover magazine um victims often admit they never video call with their supposed romantic partner and they accept their excuses for this say that the person's web camera is broken victims also reveal that they never meet in person with their online love interests even if they live in the same city why is there a reason um so they um 
So someone said, time out. If you're talking to someone who lives in the city uh, they and they don't want to meet up with you, they are a catfish and you should run. And so they continue, so why don't the victims run? Scientists studying attachment theory have suggested that these victims may struggle to form romantic ties in real life and, the, and thus subconsciously seek to keep potential partners at a distance. Um, attachment uh-huh. theory was first explored by the, okay, World War II. So basically, like, they're, maybe they prefer the distance, you know? I would only be willing to put up with that for so long, though. Mm -hmm. The researchers found that having an anxious attachment style often expressed as clinginess in romantic relationships was a predictor for being a catfish target. So if you have an anxious attachment style, Mm. sorry to say, you're more likely to be a victim. Um, You got got. Yeah. Uh, So beyond that, both having high avoidance and high anxiety increase their likelihood of being a victim. Nine years. Yeah. High avoid. Yeah. That's very high avoidance. Wow. I mean, I know a lot of people who are afraid of intimacy in like. In, sure. in physical, like getting close. I mean, I'm afraid of intimacy in the way that emotional. I, I often date people who don't like me. And that's so I can be one foot in, one foot out. Where like if they eventually come around and they tell me that they don't like me, I'm like, I knew it, so I don't get my heart broken, you know? Right. I'm afraid of opening up to people because like if someone sees me and then rejects who I am to right. my core, that would break me in a way I'm not capable that of. Ha- right. Yeah. So these people are dealing with physical like emotion like intimacy distances Mm. you know like how you only have to have sex you can only have sex with people who like you Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah yeah (laughs) you have to get to know them yes you know you like want to have reciprocal love with someone before you have sex with them you know when you want someone to get to know you and (sighs) see you and respect you yeah i get it though and Mm -hmm. i and i get how again how it can go on for so long yeah because it's scratching that itch yeah itching that scratch (laughs) scratching that itch yes that um every human has Mm -hmm. to be wanted yeah and desired and if you can do that without ever having to physically meet someone yeah power to you yeah i mean like everyone can probably think of like some scenario in their life where they've dragged something out way too long Mm -hmm. so like if you're like i can't wrap my mind around nine years dude i've been on the internet like as a career for nine years and i've been mentally abused every waking moment (laughs) any sane person will be like i'd log off but why have i stuck around and it's because it gives me this fulfilling feeling you know so i can understand how you'd be strung along for nine years i get it too None of you have fallen in love with me yet. <laughs> Guys, please hit Sarah's line. <laughs> nine. But yeah, so it's attachment styles and just like high avoidance. Do you want to talk about pickup artists? Did you want to? Oh, pickup artists is a separate topic. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, guys, that'll be the next episode. <laughs> Do we want to wrap this up, though, with uh, final thoughts? I would. Uh, my final thoughts are I am looking to catfish. Mm-hmm. So if anyone has tips and tricks, please <laughs> let me know. I am looking to scam men out of money. Um, look like Pamela Anderson. Um, if someone could put me in contact with Pamela Anderson, I would appreciate it. <laughs> um, so I can get some updated photos. Yeah, so really. when someone needs a three fingers. You know, someone's like, put a spoon on your head. Show me it's you. I'm like, Pammy. <laughs> Bam. You gotta help me out, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I um, am looking to be catfished. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just some, you know, nice flattery here and there. Yeah. But that's pretty much it for catfishing this week. Thank you guys so much. Be sure to like and subscribe and like. We hit 200K. We did. We hit 200,000 on YouTube. So thank you so much for that. 
Mm-hmm. But make sure to like us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any place you get your podcasts. Rate us five stars. Leave a comment. Have you been catfished? I would like to laugh at your misery. Yeah, if it's like not, if you didn't get kidnapped, and if you did get yeah. kidnapped, it was it, all in good fun. Right. It was like part of the bit. It was a prank. Yeah. You know. Prank. <laughs> <laughs> Traumatized for life. But thank you guys so much for listening. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.